0: This is Fit Fun and Frazzled. I'm your host, Nikki Lanigan, and while I am on break this summer from recording new episodes, my podcast will live on playing some of my favorite episodes from the past four seasons. My podcast will pick back up in August with all new content, new guests, new episodes. I'm so excited for things to come. Please all have a happy healthy and safe summer and i hope you enjoy episodes i pick to re-release replay. maybe they're new to you maybe it's something that you've already listened to but you pick up some new things please dm me with your favorite takeaways from the episodes please share them with people you think will benefit from it. Leave a rating and review if you feel so called to do so. And again, guys, always remember to take care of yourself. Put on your oxygen mask first and have a really happy, healthy, and safe summer again. Thank you guys. Hello friends and welcome to Wellness Wednesday. It is a solo episode today. I want to talk about a blog I just wrote on Monday about confidence and self-esteem and then I'll also touch on some lectures I had uh, during my school this week so far Um, First of all, I hope everyone is doing well. Thank you for tuning in. It is beautiful in the Cleveland area this week. 65, sunny, amazing. Get outside and run and walk, hike, whatever. Just get outside and move your body. So back to my blog I wrote this week. I have been working with a business coach. And in this business, um, it's a Momentum Power Through series, and it's a group. It's myself and two other female entrepreneurs, and we work with Julia, and she gives us daily uh, worksheets to do. Um, We do weekly Zooms, and she's trying to get me to make my... Yoga and wellness Instagram page public. It is on private. My podcast page is public. And I don't know why I'm more comfortable. I could do that one public, but not my yoga. I think that with the yoga, because I'm posting more pictures of myself. So I'm just not comfortable and ready yet. Um, she keeps trying to get me to do that. So it has got me thinking why am I still so self conscious? I have low self esteem. And why do some people have so much confidence? And, you know, some don't. So I honestly, I I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I am shy. I grew up being extremely shy and quiet. My kids are shy and quiet outside of our home, inside of our home. They are not. <laughs> if they know you and they're comfortable with you, they are not. They are not around our family. They aren't around their friends. It's more when they're not comfortable yet and they're insecure they're quiet so I don't know I know I have anxiety I was very quiet and shy in high school um I was I I bet I was perceived as stuck up I wasn't though I was just shy and quiet um but how can we train ourselves to believe in ourselves and gain confidence and have a high self-esteem? This is something I'm working on constantly. Um, I believe in like confidence is a skill, like anything else. It's a skill. We have to believe in ourselves and we have to practice this daily. It's not just something that's going to come easy. So I made a list of seventeen ways to overcome a lack of self-confidence. Number one, learn something new. Number two, work out the this is, those, haha, I can't talk the physiologic, physiological effects of going to the gym will leave you feeling great. There's so many studies uh, I mean we're constantly shown that regular workouts boost. Not only your sense of well-being, but can increase your self-esteem too. They give you endorphins. Endorphins make you feel good. Number three, get clear on the things that matter to you. Number four, remove negativity from your life. Write a list of the things you're tolerating and putting up with in your life. Then write down how you can remove, minimize, or diminish each one. Number five, celebrate your wins, big or small. Just celebrate what you won that that week, what you're working on and what you won. Number six, do something you would normally say no to. Number seven: my dog, I'm sorry. Numbers th- There's a FedEx guy just dropped off a package The joys of recording from home All right, number seven Do one thing each day that makes you smile Number eight Give yourself good advice Number nine Write down things that make you feel good This is a gratitude list I do this already I do this daily List three to five things You could do this in the morning and you could do it at night saying something that day that made you feel good and you're grateful for. Number 10, cultivate a positive mindset. Number 11, stop comparing yourself to others. We do this on Instagram. I do this on Instagram. It's hard not to do this on social media. We see... Well, for myself, I'll see pictures of other families, and their kids are always doing this, and I'm thinking, "Why did mine have a meltdown like three days in a row, or you know you judge and you pick out your own flaws in yourself like I'm too thin, I'm too not I'm too big around one area, I have wrinkles, blah blah blah, you know we compare ourselves, stop comparing yourselves to others. I do this too. A lot and I need to stop number 12 it is okay to be shy there's nothing wrong with being shy and it doesn't mean you're not a confident person this is in parentheses sometimes sometimes if you're shy you're not confident if you suffer from shyness you might think it's a major weakness of yours but here's a positive side introverted people have the edge in a lot of ways because we are the first to listen we are good listeners we have excellent observational skills as well And we are easier for people to trust. People trust us more. Number 13, learn to say no and set boundaries for yourself. I am working on this still. This is a work in progress and it is hard for me to set boundaries, but I am constantly going to keep trying. (laughs) Number 14, realize you are enough. Number 15, use the power of positive self-talk. Number 16, meditation and yoga. I always come back to these two. Practicing yoga has helped me so much, gaining more self-esteem and easing my mind and quieting my mind. When I first started teaching yoga, I was brand new out of teacher training. And I was lucky and blessed enough for people to trust me and give me a break right off the bat. Um, But I was scared. I was Scared. I had anxiety. I, It was a lot for me to stand in front of the room, the yoga studio, and I just faked it till I made it. I went to school for acting, so I don't know if it was just my acting skills kicking in, like acting like I knew what I was doing and confident, but I was scared. <laughs> um, after a while, you know, you get uh my nerves wore off and it became nothing to me like just just like breathing teaching and yeah there's that (laughs) and meditation meditation is also another great practice to help cultivate confidence and self-esteem you could do meditations for self-esteem for confidence You could do a happy meditation, a gratitude meditation, or any meditation. I actually have recorded a few meditations. I have them, though. They're for um, this private group that did one of my um, programs. I'm thinking about maybe putting them on YouTube. I'm not sure yet. Uh, But you could Google or YouTube, any meditations. There's meditation apps too. Insight Timer, um, Calm, Headspace. There's all that. And number 17, use confidence affirmations. I do affirmations daily. So affirmations for self-esteem are a great way to build your confidence, your self-worth. And you just repeat these over and over. You could pick one for the day and just say them over and over. There's a few I'll, I'll run down. You could say, I am confident and strong, I love and respect myself, I am enough, that's a great one, I am enough, just say that over and over, I am intelligent, I am beautiful, Um, I release negative self-talk, that's a good one too. So it's still a work in progress for myself, but I just wanted to give you some tools that I use, that hopefully will help you too. I try to do these with my kids too, to help them have confidence and believe in themselves. But most importantly, you do not want to beat yourself up for feeling this way. We are all unique in our own way. So we need to love ourselves, even if we're quiet or shy. Just make sure you're loving yourself. And with that, I would like to take a quick break from our sponsor. This week in my schooling at IIN, we had a few lectures on microbiotic diet and the vegan lifestyle. Um, Alicia Silverstone actually did one of the lectures, and it was really good. But this makes me remember back in high school, uh, you know, 1997, no one was really um, talking about health and wellness. I somehow, I don't even remember how, I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow or something, she was on a talk show, maybe it was Madonna, I don't remember. But they were talking about the microbiotic diet. So I went to my local Barnes & Noble or maybe it was border's books, I don't remember. But I found books on the microbiotic diet and I started to look into it. And I mean, I'm talking like I lived in Ohio. So no, I was a vegetarian since I was 4 or 5. Nobody talked about this stuff. But I started looking into it. I don't eat f- fish. Microbiotic diet does incorporate fish. But they mostly eat whole grains, eat 50 to 60% of whole grains each day by weight. Um, They eat a lot of vegetable soups, miso soup. They eat sea vegetables. These are rich in trace minerals. They eat a lot of beans. But I found out in this lecture, too many beans can stress your digestive system out. So too much of anything isn't good. They do a lot of uh, pickled foods, like sauerkraut, pickles, uh, fish, I already said, nuts, and seeds. So there's a lot of pros and cons to this. Um, Pros, only eat when you're hungry. So in America, even in our schools, we have set times like lunch, lunch, it's like around between eleven and one, and everyone, even if we're not hungry, it's like, oh, it's lunchtime! I must eat, <laughs> you know. But this is saying only eat when hungry. Based on whole grains, it is high in carbs, though. So if you're on keto, you won't want to do this one. <laughs> it has the yin, yin and yang concept. Um, there's you. We eat the food for fuel, not entertainment. And they avoid nightshade vegetables. And you know what is so funny? I just literally just found this out why they're called nightshade vegetables. It's because they grow at night from the moonlight. I had no clue. I had no clue. So that's why they're called nightshade vegetables. <laughs> um, it is organic, this way of eating. The cons. It could be overly dogmatic. It restricts many healthful foods. It discriminates against yin food. It's really high in salt. So sodium is really high. It lacks water. And it doesn't mention or address exercise. So that's something you want to uh, be mindful about because we want to move our bodies all the time. So what is yin and yang? One, it is... The, well, the theory of yin and yang is based on Chinese philosophy, and it's carefully designed system of opposites used to describe a phenomenon, including food and lifestyle. So you'll hear this, like, with yoga a lot, too. Like, yin is the yoga part, and yang is the working out part, or running, or something. So you want to balance it. Um you'll learn, like, these principles of masculine and feminine energy as well. So there are qualities associated with yin and yang. For example, yin is considered cool and dark, while yang is considered hot and light. Yin and yang foods are considered to have opposite effects. So eating too many yin or too many yang foods may result in an imbalance. So... Yin foods, okay, they're plant-based, they're raw, it's fruit, alcohol, makes you light and happy, and can make you spacey and scattered, and yang foods are animal-based, they're cooked, chicken and eggs are yang, salt, meat, and it makes you feel grounded and focused, but it can make you aggressive and forceful. Um. So that's a microbiotic diet with that. Um, One of the things Alicia Silverstone in her lecture touched on, and I really never thought of this. So I have done, she was talking about how she went to veganism and it was great, it changed her body, her acne went away, her skin was glowing. I'm sure you guys have heard different benefits like this with your skin. But then she tried the raw food diet. And it was awful for her, and it didn't work, and she started breaking out again. When I first, I did the raw food diet, I don't know, it was probably like 2011. I did it just all of January. Um, I watched a documentary called uh, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dying. It was about juicing, so I got on to juicing, and I did raw foods. And it was really good. I mean, well, after you got through, like, the first five days. And then it was really good. I had so much energy. So this lasted – after January, though, I went back to vegan. I tried it again, and my body did not like it. Um, I felt bloated and puffy. My stomach was always hurting. And I don't know what the difference was – but what Alicia Silverstone said, and I know she's an actress and not a doctor, but we're eating and the raw foods diet, like high in fruit, a lot of oils, and a lot of nuts. So that is really hard sometimes on our digestion, especially fruits. I'm becoming more and more aware of when I eat too much fruits. Like I love pineapple, but I really can't eat that much pineapple anymore. My youngest is. Uh, she has a fructose intolerance, so she can only eat certain types of fruits. She mostly eats blueberries or blackberries. She's also allergic to some fruits. <laughs> she literally can't have strawberries or raspberries, but she eats that. So those are some of the things I have been learning this week in my school. We are coming up on one year when Ohio, well, the world for that matter, shut down and stay at home orders were put in place. The month, kids started doing online learning. We couldn't see family, friends, or coworkers. Everyone started doing Zoom meetings. It was... A hard year for a lot of people, but 2020 taught me I needed to slow down and take better care of myself and start to practice more self-care. I I didn't even realize how badly I was neglecting myself and putting everyone else's needs at the top. I was basically burnt out. I wanted to make a change so I could be a better wife, a better mom, daughter, sister, friend. I was quick-tempered. Uh, which was very unlike me, I had a short fuse, my anxiety was horrible, and I started to feel sad and down, which was very, very unlike me. So I set forth in motion getting back to my health, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. I started to make daily shifts in my day-to-day activities. I set aside me time and my daily to-dos, and then I noticed I was vibrating higher and using the tools that I already knew, already had, But I was using them to help calm me down, like meditation, yoga, breathing exercises, eating healthy, working out, and practicing gratitude. So, all of this put me on a path to wanting to help others even more. I have personally been there, I've been there. I know how exhausting it can be to be a busy working parent, a busy adult. It's physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausting. So I am really, really excited to share that I am launching my signature one-on-one health coach program. As a holistic health coach, I will be helping you to get clear on where you are and what you need to be supported to make changes to your lifestyle so you can reach all of your goals. My goal is to help you live a healthy lifestyle, practice more self-care, help with getting better sleep. Help with stress relief, help with your relationship, career, food, exercise, whatever it is that you feel is off in your life, whatever area is off. Some areas we can work on are stress relief, I already mentioned that, weight management, food sensitivities, self-care, mindfulness, meal planning, goal setting, and to increase your energy levels. Why it works. There is no one-size diet that fits all. I have said this before. I believe in bio-individuality and working on all areas of our lives, not just the food on our plate and not just exercising. I will give you the tools, knowledge, support, and accountability to fully make a lifestyle change that works for you and sticks for you because I have been there. So stay tuned for my launch date later this month. I will be taking only a small handful of clients so you won't want to miss out. You can find me on my yoga and fitness Holistic Health Coach Instagram page at Wellness. You can also go to my website and subscribe to the email list. And in the subject, put one-on-one Holistic Health Coach or just Health Coach. So then you will be sent an email when this launches. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to this episode today. Please share, like, and subscribe if you like this episode or any of my episodes. And hopefully it is sunny where you are and get outside and enjoy the sunshine.